Shuffle. Shuffle. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Kill Shuffle. I'm Donald. I'm Dylan. And we've got five wonderful albums to bring to you this week. Yes, uh, straight from the <laughs> storm outside to yeah, your ears. Exactly, a nice August bank holiday storm. Well I guess they're kind of just wasting their time listening to our voices when they could be easily just listening to the albums. Yeah, first. or they could be listening to Bananarama and Dunnery yes. Pier. Which... Actually, tangentially, thanks to uh, our Spotify playlist, you can now listen to everything before we before we review it. Exactly. So, fuck yeah. So you've no excuses anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'll yeah. be updating. Uh, I'll be updating our Kill Shuffle. So you just search Kill Shuffle on Spotify, and you'll see our lovely uh, wavy shuffle logo. And if uh, you just click that, you're going to see all of the albums that we've ever reviewed in order, and also the stuff that we're going to be reviewing next week. So you can listen to the stuff. See what you think about it, and then hear us talk about it, and see. Be like, what? What are those guys talking about? Huh? What do they know? They're idiots. They're wrong. They just talk filth. They just they talk total filth. Um, and this is the last time we'll be talking filth before Dylan gets back from Japan. So it's going to be a couple mm-hmm. weeks hiatus, but we're going to build up a beautiful yes. cache of fantastic records to yeah. talk about yeah. while you're away. We'll have the new Foo Fighters album by the time I'm back. I think we're going to have the new Everything Everything album also. Yes. And I feel like as a little token to Japan, we should probably review something Japanese. <laughs> Yeah, we can do. It. We can, uh, Dylan. You, you, I got, got you have free reign. I got idea. I got a few ideas. Yeah, good. I'll surprise you. Good. So uh, coming up this week on the show, we've got the new release from Arcade Fire, Everything Now. Mm. We're also going to talk about a little band called Milk Teeth. Yes, and their new EP, Be Nice. Yes. Uh, then we are going to look at uh, the side project of AFI vocalist. Remind me of his name, Davey Havoc. Davey Havoc, yeah. Uh, you reminded yourself. <laughs> I reminded myself. All I needed to do was look at you, and I and I felt the name. Can't uh, forget that name. That's called Dream, that's Dream Car is the name of that band. And finally, uh, in terms of new releases, we're looking at Every Valley by Public, Public Service Broadcasting. Yes. And then we're going to take a little look back at a minor album by a niche band, uh, Death Magnetic by Metallica. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which was a polarizing album in many respects. So I'm <laughs> excited to have that conversation. Here we are almost a decade yeah, Harder. what the hell? Yeah. Oh, let me just let me just build up that. It's okay, we'll uh, get to that. Those talking points. Okay, so without any further ado, let's talk about everything now. Yeah, yeah, which is the new album by Arcade Fire. Well, you, you, are, we have you ever been in Arcade Fire? Oh yeah, fans? yeah, yeah. Okay, so I jumped on the Arcade Fire train at a weird, well, not exactly at a weird time because all my cool friends would have been listening to Funeral. We'll say right back mm. in the day, so Arcade Fire version one. And I only got sort of into them uh, post Neon Bible. So Neon Bible came out and all of those just incredible singles and stuff like that. And that was my first. I think I must have lime wired it or something. So I had Neon Bible and got totally obsessed. Um, It's a brilliant, brilliant album of just these dark Fleetwood Mac inspired. Oh, Fleetwood Mac, certainly. Huge. Yeah, yeah, huge. But just just so lushly... um, Arranged, yeah, and so and with such smart melodies and just wonderful use of atmosphere and stuff, and it almost had this sense of creeping dread that I love. That they they make everything feel super important and kind of <laughs> ominous or something, which I loved. Like it was difficult pop music, which I thought was great. Yeah. And then moving to the suburbs, I I adore that album also. Yeah, I think it's a little. Um, 
less of a complete work maybe mm-hmm. but uh, when it hits it really hits and I have a huge amount of love for yeah. it because that was the first Arcade Fire record that okay. came out while, while I was a fan so we were quite far on from that right wow. well now, and then Reflector yes. gave it a cursory listen kind of went Bleh, and revisited it this week and kind of went <laughs> it's like oh you got, babe, you got David went, Bowie you got David Bowie on it yeah some good songs there's a lot of you know, questionable material was that what would you have as, as um, rich a history with them I, as me? No, or? no, but um, I do like the single work they do. Okay, I, I especially like a lot of Reflector singles. Like, well, I don't know, I'm not sure what were the Reflector. The the title track was good. Yeah. Uh, what were the other there, singles? There were a few others. Uh, the first tracks often. Porno is a good song as well. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if that was a, a single, but the problem what the problem that began with Reflector for me was that they started moving away from that almost like <sighs> folk rock is way too. Dis- I don't know that feels like dismissive of what they do or like yeah. it doesn't encompass everything yeah. but it was this really kind of multi-genre yeah. but also very kind of folk and organic rock inspired yeah. um, pop um, music and then on Reflector they were bringing in French discotheque yeah you know like a lot of more I would say a lot of more traditional influences like ro- traditional sort of rock and roll and then the French discotheque stuff and they started sounding more like just a A and other indie like hipster indie band once once that album came in they kind of seemed to start to lose a little bit of what made them unique yeah obviously you're always going to have Wynne Butler's voice and Regine's voice and you know those it's never going to be anything but Arcade Fire but that the special flavor they had seemed to seem to uh, dwindle a little bit and yeah everything now is (laughs) flop side up (laughs) no 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 um I see I I never when I when I go for Arcade Fire I never I never um aim to really uh, go like okay awesome I can't wait to hear what they sing about yeah no you know, I, well, I'm not there for the vocals I'm there for what they can turn up musically more than yeah like it's I think it all it all works in tandem when they're at their best mm-hmm. in terms yes, of the lyrics yeah. are never it's never poetry but they manage to evoke something with their with their lyrics you know they can evoke a feeling at least uh kind of and it feels like here it's, they're kind of wilf they're willfully uh, acting against everything that they've done in the past. Yeah, like um, here are like eleven or so extremely well constructed, forgettable songs. If I'm gonna gonna go straight ahead with it, yeah. I mean, derivative is a word that comes up a lot in this podcast, but I do think this is particularly derivative. Surprisingly derivative, considering <laughs> Reflector was so as, as, as much yeah. as we had to say about it, it stood out. Yeah, and it was Arcade's fire take on these things. Whereas here, it feels a lot more like. Arcade Fire playing covers of <laughs> like B-sides you know what I mean oh, certainly b like, Have you? I mean not to like go in on in the harshest possible way to start but I mean chemistry just sounds like the most thrown away written after like a bottle of wine at 11 at night Paul McCartney B-side yeah but but that's the thing there are like elements that go on for a few seconds yeah. like at the start of the song then the actual song kicks in it's like well this was wasted like all these weird technological, yeah. but that's the thing, right? Synths. So, so, we, so, what what are we talking here? We're talking obviously that horrible, like, umpa Paul McCartney style song. That's chemistry. Yeah. It kicks off with a with straight ABBA rip. That's everything now. The title track. I always thought that from yeah. From, I mean, from Arcade Fire. I I know there's a controversy going on right now in terms of there's a Spanish band claiming that they stole the main melody from everything now. Okay, from them, but. That that uh, string piano combo at the start. I know it's it's evocative of Dancing Queen, but it sounds exactly like something else. Did yeah. you did you get that when you first um, heard it? 
Da, da, na, 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 da, uh, yeah, yeah, this, that era. I've been. It's not just. Well, for me, it sounds like it actually sounds like a particular song, and I've been <laughs> searching and searching. But I recognized the riff when I first heard it, so I sort of went, "What does that remind me of?" But no amount of googling has turned up the results. So if you know what that song sounds like exactly, please email you know <laughs> or yeah. tweet me at tweet the fridge because I'm. It's driving me crazy. Shazam that. Shazam it. Yeah. Um. But you know, so we've got Abba in there. We've got you know. Uh, a lot of the synthy parts remind me of a lot of Giorgio Mordera. Okay, uh, yeah, G- yeah, Giorgio Mordera. Yeah, I can hear that. I can also hear George Michael. Yeah, well, you know, there's a little bit yeah. of that in there. Um, there's just oof. anyway, you can tell that they've they're br- they're trying to bring in maybe willfully ironic elements to it as well. What do like, you mean? Well, you know what M83 did with Junk a couple of years oh, ago? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he was trying to use like the throwaway bits of you know the most throwaway music from the 1980s and, and spin it into something new and yeah. organic like what Daft Punk did with uh, or Random Access Random Memories Access. right similar kind of thing where they were taking like the vibe of the 70s but making it into this big bombastic like orchestral almost electro yeah. record it feels like they were trying to go for something like that here but it's just a com- not a total and complete failure but mostly a failure you know it's a concept album that flounders at its most important bits it doesn't, yeah, right. It doesn't like, like the double songs and the callbacks to like mm. intros and outros. Like it, it doesn't. It doesn't I think reflect. it works. That works in part, but I'll discuss that in a second. Okay. But it's more so the fact that I think that they were going for this sort of tongue-in-cheek, ironic, almost like um, what's the word? It, it, it's like um, a sardonic kind of approach to it, yeah, where they want you, okay. to, they want you to be in on the joke. But I think the problem is they. Joke in a foreign language. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. The joke. The joke never lands. It yeah. just. It just sounds like they've made a really um, surface level um, pop album without too much original yeah. to give. In- infinite content or content. Infinite was, content was the closest we got to something new and fresh. Right. Yes. So close. No, I think that's one of the f- because I don't think this album is a total disaster. I think infinite content is one of those moments where. The, it works the yeah. concept works yeah. it kicks in with this almost like punk style yeah uh, and throwback to their finest days yeah right? and then and then you get that suburb style cunt, almost country and western outro kind of placebo-ish I guess in a happy sense yeah the most happiest um, lyrics are a bit throwaway I, I, the plain words was a bit be kind of tiresome yeah I mean come but on. I like the music enough to let, kind of like okay I'm but fine. that's the way it is for me with Arcade Fire is I yeah. listen to the first time I'm like infinite content infinitely content I'm like yeah. oh back it's to a, Reflector and it's a little bit of a scheme. wordplay but then it's actually the beauty of Arcade Fire sometimes is that it, it seeps into your consciousness yeah you know it's almost like deceptively simple you'll remember it um, that's for sure yeah um, uh, what was uh, Electric Electric Blue was nice yeah um, that kind of reminded me of um, remember the song Electric Feel Back in the day, yeah, yeah, a little bit like that, yeah, almost like a callback, and that that you see, that's where it works because there, it's it's not just Arcade Fire trying to you know ape something else. It's Arcade Fire doing Arcade Fire, but with all these new influences in the mix. That's what it sounds. That was like, like such a like not too long song, yeah, and it was like had all the elements together, and it's got it's got that they don't do well when they go for full sugary pop or you know not necessarily pop, but when they try go full on melody, it doesn't quite work. I like their melancholic stuff. I like when they get like there the saxophone in, yes, and like they really make you feel something. Yeah, sorry. When they, what I mean is when they go full sunny melodies, it doesn't yeah. always work. Whereas no. Electric Blue is that Arcade Fire balance yeah. of it's it's got as I yeah. say light and shade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So that's good, and it's got a nice groove, which um, the rest of the album does, but not to the same effect. Yeah. And the second, what's the second track, um, or the second proper track, uh, which which almost it's like an experiment that almost works. Uh, it's called like we only go out at night or every night or something or uh, uh, what is it called? Um, fuck, what was it? Uh, signs, uh, of signs of life. We go out. Yeah, sorry, yeah. I just whacked the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for signs of life, right? Um, it almost works. It's like a Bill Conti, like almost rocky. You know that. You know yeah, that with the Jojo Jojo Marotta yeah, kind of synth. Yes, start. it's like that. It's like I that think. Philadelphia in late nineteen seventies uh, yes. dirty cop, like almost like a cop movie sound. Yeah, and it's um, it's so close to working, but it, it just it, doesn't. It sounds very floaty. Yeah, Once the song gets on. I was like, I can't got nowhere to hook yeah, into which right, yeah. I like the most it, it, from yeah it's, it's like if it sort of floats around in verse land without ever really oh yeah chorus. verse land is a hard place for Arcade Fire to go in and they love that place so they whatever. do yeah and that's 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 what that's kind of where a lot of these songs go actually to be honest with you it's like they never they never have a centre point um, Peter Pan is one uh, Good God Damn is another one God I really hate that one I really think that's a just a mess of a song it's yeah, yeah. you know very boring um it never goes anywhere. Put your money on me is another one. That's another ABBA inspired one. Yeah, um, so much ABBA, so much eighties disco, yeah. like, and and yeah, it's got a seventies and eighties really. Um, so in terms of like, there's things I like. Like I said, I think Signs of Life almost works. I think Creature Comfort is really good, and that's like the the, the third proper uh, song. Yeah, ish. It's yeah, no, I think I think it works. And then there's a load of shite, and then you kind of get back to the and it ends well-ish. You know, you got Infinite Content, Electric Blue. The last song is hypnotic. Yeah, we don't we don't nice deserve way. love. Yeah. Is decent again. It would fit in really really well on something like towards the end of the yeah. suburbs. You that know? was very M eight three ish. Yeah, that, actually, yeah, yeah, true, 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 yeah. true, true. I think the problem with this is the 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 moments where it shines are eclipsed almost entirely by the the shit stuff, the stuff yeah. that's just sounds like it's thrown off. Even wind doesn't sound like his heart's in it a lot of the time. No, um, um, running out of stuff per se. And I mean, come on. It, to base a concept and it's a very loose concept album as well it's not like it doesn't tell a story it's just got a vague theme that they don't even stick to all the time and that's kind of ooh capitalism consumerism yeah. it's not enough you know it's not in 2017 just to make an album making fun don't, don't, of don't be modally emotional with, with that co- topic in this day and age you gotta really almost get angry with it they're capable a little of, bit of bite. more they're capable of more Dylan I know they can do more than this I don't understand we're probably gonna have to wait another five years for them to give us a bit more because it takes so long to do this stuff god damn it Arcade Fire I, know, I, know. I believe in you we gave you Reflector you had that That Bowie was your... gave you fucking yeah, Reflector yeah that was your double album your moment this is like how I feel about Biffy Cryo it's like we gave you opposites you had the double album you explored all the stupid mariachi shite and the synthesizers and this and that and you had your moment now go back to what you do best mm. and in both cases they've not gone back to what they do best they've continued to expand on those elements that were the least uh, appealing yeah. <laughs> to Arcade Fire fans I mean maybe this might win them a few extra followers but I don't know I don't think don't fix what ain't broke develop it yeah. you know Yeah. don't Get, throw the baby out of the bathwater yeah keep keep that high note yeah and it's there sometimes I'm, I'm really kind of at a loss of where to place this album in terms of a scale so maybe just give us your favourite track before uh, we electric, move on to that. electric Blue Electric Blue most cohesive part Cool. In the middle of the album. Great. Yeah, that's a good choice. I'm, I'll go with the, the double hitter of infinite content yeah, and, and I, infinite I, underscore content. And I'll give it like a... Ooh, I'll give it a five. Yeah. I I think it's worth... It's not harm... No. It's not harmful to my... To, uh, yeah, I, I was so torn on giving it a five or a six, but I think I'll give it a six because... Ooh, you've given albums I love a six. Remember I know, this? I know, I know. But there are moments I really like 
And, you know, I just think it those moments will shine more the more I listen to it. I know the, mm. the bad stuff is bad, but... Okay. A six for an Arcade Fire album from me is a yeah. devastating We're running mark. on merits of their own talent not everybody else's ratings yeah so I'm, what the, what that six says is I still believe in your arcade fire but my patience is rapidly running thin do something great next time god damn okay and yeah. now I'm like should I go to the gig we'll see oh yeah <laughs> if shit. I win a scratch card I'll go to the gig <laughs> okay let's move on to Fruiter Planes perhaps um, this <laughs> is Be Nice it's an EP four track EP yeah. by a band called Milk Teeth, Milk Teeth. from yeah. the UK. Yeah. So, where do you where did you get on board with Milk Teeth? Is this um, your first? It's hardly your first encounter with Milk no, Teeth. No, but this is where I get on. This, this <laughs> is where I absolutely get on with Milk Teeth. Okay. Like, oh my god! <laughs> Sounds like hype train is leaving the station. Choo, well, well, like choo. I remember, we were talking about it back in the day, and we were like, totally didn't get grabbed by the Milk Teeth playing off the bat. Yeah. And now, now that I'm looking back, I think I get it. I get what they're trying to go for. Uh huh. Uh huh. It's good, and this is like the most cohesive sampling of what they're trying to be because they lost they lost a uh, guitarist I think they did and a vocalist they did. well he was a guitarist vocalist, vocalist yeah. yes and he was he was like half of what they had sound wise yeah now they did lose a guitarist vocalist although I do think they've fairly convincingly replaced up. him oh they picked it up so or fast. I don't know whether the bassist is filling in but basically what, what um, the guitarist did was he obviously contributed leads but also um, like a kind of a shouted vocal and we yeah. we do get that on Be Nice yeah. so it's there um, better it, I'll say it off the bat it's better on Be Nice yeah he he had a pretty irritating voice so yeah it yeah. is better um, my relationship with Milk Teeth began back in 2015 because I was going to Heavy Fest yeah um, so all they had out at that point was two EPs Smiling Politely which is very Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually sort of surprised it's still on Spotify to be honest because it's pretty basic yeah, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. it's clearly a band that doesn't really know just what they wants sound to record like right exactly yeah. and then Sad Sack which is a really brilliant um, 20 minutes it's just it's yeah. rollicking from start to finish um, it's got my favourite Milk Teeth song in it No Fun yeah. and it's just yeah, 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 it's, yeah it's a really great it's like a dreamy swirling yeah. but really heavy uh, grunge inspired like alternative rock inspired and it's not afraid to go into like yeah, really yeah. weird places it's really good and then obviously Vile Child so, came out last year yeah. so you you did listen to Vile Child at the time yes and I came back to it now yeah you came well. yeah and I came back to it now too and Vile, I had a weird relationship with Vile Child because the I think I kind of got a little obsessed with it when it came out and I, I kind of binged it and was like, Milty, they're the best thing ever. Because when I saw them at Heavy Fest, they, the sound gremlins were out in force and they were frustrated. I mean, they nearly kind of stormed off the stage. The sound was so bad. Oh, yeah. So I didn't feel like they got their moment to shine there. And I was like, Vile Child, this is great. Um, but the more I listened to it, it was weird. I mean, when I first heard it, because it came out, I think, in January, when I first heard it, I was like, this is, this is going to be so high at the end of the year. It's going to be one of my albums, you know, of the year. And then... The, I listened to it throughout the year and just it kind of like a stick of gum it just kept losing its flavor we got so much that year though we did oh. we did and, and and I went back to it again and it's the same story I think the first half of it is just packed with these mm, kind of throwaway like I don't think so more attitude than substance songs and then the second half is a, is a more interesting affair for me I, I, I think it's all, all all around a very tight yeah. package nowadays I come back to it yeah, there's I a type. There's a type of song it. on. There's a t- there's two types of songs that they do. Well, there's three types actually, and and weirdly enough, one of them I love to pieces, and the other two I'm really not so keen yeah. on. So they have they've got their, um, the one that I love is their songs that are like melodically kind of really interesting, and 
Uh, they're super heavy, but they're also very dreamy. They almost have like a dream pop shoe like the first song from Valchild. Element to them. Yeah, right. And there's Moon Wanderer and Leanne yeah. and, and there's loads of them on yeah. Valchild. You know that, they, like, it's almost like really super heavy kind yeah. of dream pop. Yeah. And then and then they kind of have like this, there's like two minute almost hardcore influenced mm-hmm. songs. Yeah. Like, um, uh, the one about you know you're living in the human zoo you know that one thing that's called Burger Drop or something uh, I can't remember uh, yeah yeah and then there's there's one of the like fight skirt is kind of yeah off this off being ice is yeah. kind of in that vein again those ones they don't oh no let's get on let's get on to the CB yeah let's get on to the CB because I was just going to hi- see how they slot in right uh, and then and then the and then yeah. the third type I really don't like is their uh, slow stuff I'm not yeah. in, a fan of that at all yeah it's new territory yeah them. okay so I guess yeah do you want to run us through be nice yeah um. Well, we got the first song. We did. Yeah, 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 we did. We did. We got the first song for a while. Owning Your Okayness yes. was the lead single. That's been out for a bit. Um, that's that's huge. That's so <laughs> sing along. I fucking love it. It's taken me a long, long time to warm to that song. Oh, um, I, I absolutely love everything it stands for. <laughs> how, how hooky it is. How well it, how well it works with what they are now. It's, um, yeah. It, a lot more... A lot more uh, personality yeah no flying off the band now. <laughs> especially in the lyrics yeah no 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 you're right it is it's just it's a very like heavy on the attitude very upbeat like it's that's fine you yeah, know it's totally it's totally fine it's like it's almost like movie soundtrack bands style are, bands are a lot of bands are fucking lacking that yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah arcade yeah. fire for instance for instance it's it's not it's not 100% my scene but that being said the more I've listened to it the more I've like grown to kind of I've grown accustomed to it a little bit yes. this is not my favourite song Milty they've ever done by any stretch um, it but yeah it's good is mine almost I think Ooh. I think it's growing it's growing it's growing okay um, but that would be I would say kind of one of the more like and not I don't mean this in a bad way but it's more the one of the like big dumb kind of uh, like punk rock hits uh, uh, like, you know um, a party anthem would yeah. be the first thing that comes to mind. Right, exactly. Um, I I think it's it's very um it's a nice callback to you know the days of late nineties stuff with garbage coming out. Yeah. Um, uh, Blondie, Blondie could, at their yeah, most rockish. You could, you could see this being like like post Nevermind. You could see this being a big radio hit. Yes. You know. Uh, yeah. Um. Oh man, I fucking love it. I love I love, that, <laughs> I love the production for one. It's kind of got a similar oh. like vibe to like the middle by Jimmy Eat World or something. Yeah. You know? Like like once. We, like what we what I get instantly from this is how much the production is is come up from from Valchild. Yeah, yeah. The production is uh, there's a huge improvement there. Like there's no denying that. If yeah. you listen back to Sad Sack, for example, it yeah. just it sounds almost like you're listening through a wind tunnel a yeah. little bit. You know, there's no body to the yeah. guitar. Whereas like, here, it's like full. Oh, this is like the album face. quality production, but on an EP. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So they've they've obviously got a good producer relationship going there. Yeah, and then we get Prism, which. Anything that sounds like Circles by Sunny Day Real Estate gets my yeah. stamp of approval. Yes. Oh, great. I um, love this one. And literally the first like three or four bars of it is Circles yeah, by, yeah. Uh, by uh, um, Sunny Day Real Estate. A, a, so. bit, bit, a bit of Year of the Rabbit, Ken Andrews, kind of huge lead sounds. Yeah. Swir- yeah. Swirling um, stuff. Oh, it's great. It's great. This is great. Yeah. Um, the chorus. Very similar to the first song. Yeah. I think well, that, that yeah, a little kind bit. of, kind of. I think that's intentional. But it's a little bit more. It has a little bit more melancholy to it, or yeah, something. It's, it's the melancholy flavor from the same kind of it, song. Writing. Here's the thing, right? This one is the type of milk teeth song that I like that I was describing earlier. Yeah, yeah. But it's not. 
anywhere close to my favourite of those songs. Yeah. There's something in the chorus that I just feel could have been tweaked a little bit because it, it has all the nuts and bolts, especially the riff is great. Mm-hmm. But for me, the chorus doesn't quite like, it doesn't stick the landing. Um, I, I've seen some live performances of it and they yeah. did change it up a good bit okay. as well. Like it's a lot more, a lot more energy. Yeah. The chorus, I think. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I get what you mean. Like it's, no, it's a very specific, like, it's weird, like I said. It's just of, coasting off the verse. It's not yeah. embarking too much farther. Yeah, 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 that's it, that's that it. Melody. It's a very delicate chemistry, my relationship with Milk yeah. Teeth, in terms of do I, I either love it, or it's like, ah, something's just like one degree too hot, or there's like one gram less of some yeah. chemical. But Prism is know? a hard song to write. Yeah, yes, yeah. And, yeah. and not, not be pretentious about it. And I admire the ambition of it, because it goes to, you know, a lot of different places, yeah. and it has a cool ending yeah. as well, so. Yeah. And then... Uh, Emotionally pretty intense, yeah, vocally. Yeah, that too, that too. As always. As always, Becky puts her heart in her sleeve. Oh, God, yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you like and then rolls not? up her sleeves. Whether you like it or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, Fight Skirt is uh, another one of those, like, just, you know, bash it out, like, as play as loud as oh, you can, so play good. as fast as you can. Um, back to, like, early early Nirvana speed yeah, yes. and ferocity. And it's probably my favourite of that type of song that they do, yeah. you know? Yeah, totally. Especially with the new singer. The, the new, gu- new guy. Yeah, the he's good. He's good. He's yeah. much better. He has a less sort of abrasive voice. The other guy had a very yeah. kind of... Um, it just sounded super strained, barky, a little barky, yeah. whiny. Yeah, like a, like an un an uncontrolled yell. Whereas this guy yeah. just sounds a little bit more controlled. Yes, um, and it's 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 good. I, it's not ever gonna like top again. It's not gonna ever top my list um, of like milk teeth songs, but I like it and I think it fits yeah. in well. Um, possibly could be, could be my favorite off okay. the CP. It's hard to tell. I'm switching back and forth. Yeah, 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 quite a bit. And then how do you feel about hibernate the last the last song? So just we're going um, through it song by song because it's so short. Well, them doing a slow song. Yeah. Um, from a really dark place, mm. a very dark place. Um, yeah. I I love how it builds. I absolutely love how it builds. Yeah, that's where that's where it it gets me towards the end. You know, when once yeah. that uh, once the the full band kicks in, because yeah. it starts off with just Becky and and a guitar, basically. Like, like I've seen I've seen acoustic performances of this song, and yeah. like, it's still as powerful. So it doesn't need that huge ending with the electric to still have the same feeling. Yeah. Whereas, like, oh. my feeling on it is, I feel like <laughs> it's such a, like, yin and yang uh, thing here. But <laughs> I'm almost like, if the song literally started when the when everything kicks in, I'd be like, great. I know this, dropped out. I know this sounds kind of... Like mean, I was trying to write the song? No, but it's know. just, ah, again, it's like the... It doesn't click for me, the melody in that song. It, there's something about it, it just doesn't... Again, the chemistry is off. I like it when the when the guitars kick in and everything is great, but there's something about the vocal that just it doesn't quite hit the mark. <sighs> I know because I want the Milky Through a band that I'm rooting for, and I want them to do something that I can say like this is with all my heart. This is this is fantastic. Like, go get it now. But again, Hibernate is another song that I like. It's better than the other slow songs, which I don't like at all. I I think it's good. I think it sits in fine, but it's it doesn't like reach a higher plane of oh my god like listen to this for yeah. me but that's cool if it does for yeah. you or whatever not, not all bands can do slow songs no they can't and and but again it's so close it kind of frustrates you because I feel like there's just something in the core or in the vocal where it just needs to go to a slightly different place like the music is fine it's just even the lyrics and stuff like that are great it, it's just those me- melodic vocal hooks mm-hmm. just taking them to a slightly different place yeah, okay um so that's yeah, that's the EP start to finish. Obviously, you're a big fan. Uh, growing, it's growing very fast. Do you on, feel like yes? Yeah, so you feel like they're do you feel like they're making progress in the right direction? Uh, kind of as in terms of their sound, very fast. Yeah, mm-hmm. like they just got that album out with the old member. Yeah, and now they're 
seven, seven months, six months moving on. Yeah. With an EP out that's better than the whole album put together, for me. Better than Valchal put together? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Certainly that. Okay. Um, like four songs this memorable. And they're all memorable. Definitely. Yeah. Like, like all different flavors of the same band from over the years. And they've been out for... A bit. They've been around. Well, for yeah. A bit. I mean, they were a newish band when I saw them. So let's say yeah. that they let's say they've been around for a good solid three years. Yes. Yeah. And, and being a young band still. Oh yeah, they're young. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. young. And it's good to see Becky taking a more forefront uh, role. You uh, know. Yeah. I didn't like the tag team effort too much with Valchild and previous. Brr, no, I because I, he was I did, lacking. Yeah, the, he was lacking a little bit, but I did enjoy the tag teaming of it. You know, I did enjoy yeah, that. Yeah, I still enjoy the song. But she's developing as a lyricist because um, there really are some songs that I, I find actually actively kind of distracting because I don't think the lyrics are great. They're obviously coming from an honest place. Not on this. No, this, no, I think, no, is yeah. good. But there were moments where I kind of go, oh, God, like that's, you know, it, it didn't sit for me. Well, we've all wrote, written songs like that. Oh, we... Like, 100%, I, I'll tell you right now there's sure. stuff I never ever want yeah. to get out there that I'm like that just doesn't that couplet does not work but you know but again, it doesn't matter sometimes they're developing band and I'm really excited for their uh, the next album because it's it's so close it's like right there it, they just need to take that one extra step yeah and I think uh, their constant touring is, is going to help a lot yeah yes yeah yeah they're cutting their teeth like, very fast they're cutting teeth off different bands getting used to those sounds and seeing what yeah. they come back with yeah cool yeah, yeah, yeah. Wish them all the best. I really, really hope that album number two is... Um, I have no doubt it will be good. I'm, I'm, still, cer- I'm, I'm certain s- it will be. Jury's still out for me. I don't know. Ah, it's, oh, it's so close. I want them to be great. Um, I'm sure they'll take their time. But they've yet to deliver a product that I'm fully, fully on board with. But there you go. Uh, favorite song? Oh. Um, the first time around it was Prism. Mm-hmm. Um, second time around it was the first song. Yeah. And now it is, um, now it is a third song. Okay, Fright Skirt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool, 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 cool. I'll give it to, I'll give it to Oni Eurocanus. Cool. Great. And do you want to give it a score? Uh, uh, eight. 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 Eight, a good eight. I'm going to give it a six. Sorry, guys. Oh, you son of a bitch. I know, I knew, I knew Dylan, he's looking like he's going to hit me here, but I'm sorry, that's just how I feel. Yeah. Uh, What are you going to do? Have this for Schlugger and EP, Okay. I, but I believe in Milk Teeth. That is a really hopeful... Whereas the Arcade Fire was more like a a, de, a depressed six. This is like a very optimistic six. Yeah. Um, you know Arcade Fire, I mean? you've been around for a while, so... You, yeah, yeah, no yeah, excuse. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they have no excuse. Milk Teeth, it's like, I believe in you, baby. You can do it. You can get there. Okay. All right, let's let's move on. Uh, why don't we talk about Davey Havoc's side project? Yeah. Okay. How about we? <laughs> Dream Car. Because this is one that you've wanted to bring to the podcast for quite some time. Am I right in saying that? Yeah, it took some time. It took some time. He's like, it took some time to wear Donald down <laughs> to, to the wear point, Donald down to the point where he would allow it on the podcast. Yeah. The amount of shit albums you put on this podcast. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I'm gonna be. Li- I'm never gonna live that Calvin Harris album down. No, no, certainly not. <laughs> that's where I call you. He's like, why don't we have stuff that I like? <laughs> that's and what, you should like. <laughs> that's where. I, that was the point where I was like, all right, fine. Yes, fine. Have you it. Get the '80s, you get the havoc. Yeah, yeah. And you hey, get this we did Zeta. All right. Anyway, let's talk about Dream Car. Uh, so Dreamcar, it falls into that uh, new subgenre of punk and rock bands doing 80s stuff, would you say? It's in there with Zeta, it's in there with No Devotion, it's in there with uh, Black Audio a little bit, it's yep. in there with, um, there's been more. There has totally been more. There's I been more. Come to mind. Um, We've done more of them. Uh, well, Blink-182 to a certain extent. Yeah, with neighbor- yeah neighborhood. sure. Um, yeah, no, we, you know what I'm talking about. They're just like bringing in, bringing in those '80s guitars, yeah. the '80s vibe, the but, '80s fun. But this is from half a band you do know, which is no doubt is the whole oh, backing band. That's right. That's Gwen right. Stefani's that's right, that's old right. band. So it's no doubt meets AFI. 
And once you have that in mind, you will enjoy this album much more. Mm-hmm. Because it could be like, like, it, like number one most camp album I've ever listened to. It's super camp. And, and I've listened to Wham. Yeah, <laughs> I've, yeah, I, yeah, I've dabbled yeah, in yeah, Wham. Yeah. Um, <laughs> from like people I love doing the most campy effort they can do. Yeah. Um, Who's who does that vocal on? Not to like dive straight in, but uh, who does that vocal on? Um, is it all of the dead girls? No, on the charts. There's someone who like has a really sassy, oh, like almost the like German is it? Almost drag club uh, MC vocal where it's like that girl's wearing something and she looks really hot. Could be havoc. Do you think? I think it's doing havoc. a voice. He's yeah. Oh wow, so that's this, funny. If if anything, this album is a lot of fun, and it's it's them yeah. doing like this is what we loved. This is what we grew up with. Yeah, this is what we're gonna play. And shut the fuck up if you don't like it. No, it's 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 um, it's camp eighties fun from beginning to end. It's not. But like AFI has so much balls. I mean, I, I hate to say that, but it has so much like guts about it. Yeah, and I like balls. I, I do. And then um, so much gumption, and and yeah. this has the same kind of gumption, but in a uh, I don't know a, a RuPaul sensibility. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. no you're, I can hear that. Well, like, I'm not they, just saying that. There is like runway references in some of these songs. There are for sure. Yeah, no, um, it does channel that. Um, that sort of energy yeah. in a different way yeah um and you know it's got shimmering production and he's obviously like a student of 80s pop because yes the the very high quality hooks here every chorus he you knows know jumps ex- out at you yeah he knows exactly what madonna hooks you love yeah, and yeah kind of yeah, how to yeah. siphon that and he knows how to you know there's one song i think it's i think it's all of the dead girls almost yeah. has like a wake me up before you go go style verse yeah yeah where it's it's just so uh saccharine sweet and then kind of goes into a, yeah. a sing along oh, yeah. chorus you know ah you can't hate it you just can't oh, I, I- I can't. I, I was like, you hate it? No, no, no. I, I don't hate it. Dylan hates Dreamcar. Well, I guess that's it, folks. Let's God move damn, on. I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna gut you like a fish. <laughs> um, I, I, I've, I've accidentally uh, been singing these out in the open on the streets. Oh yeah. These yeah. lyrics are like, oh, this is a bit. All of the dead girls love me. All the boys. Yeah. yeah. All the boys. Yes. That um, song, by the way, um, is that song called All? The, is that song called All I the Boys? Is that on the charts? It's on the charts. Uh, oh, that is on the charts. That is on the charts. Sorry. Um. That one robs a vocal hook from a band that we cannot talk about because the lead singer is a pedophile. But uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, genuinely, there that chorus hook is from a Lost Prophet song. Now I can't talk about that because he's a criminal. No. But I'm just saying you can't just steal from someone because I mean, they're a pedophile. I mean, <laughs> there are bands I love who have unintentionally. St- um, uh, taken from other bands. No, I know. I, I listen. It's it's like a three note hook. It's probably unintentional, but yeah. I would just like the idea of him being like, "Haha, they're disgraced and yoink." Yeah. I thought you were gonna say there are loads of bands I love who the lead singer is a beautiful. No, no. <laughs> well, like who knows nowadays? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Jesus, I know. Stop. We can't talk about the news in this oh, podcast. Stop. stop that. But uh, yeah, no. It's uh, it's it's really it's a very professional package. But, um, There's no toys about you, it. You you've grown to this album a bit more, right? Yeah. No, no, no. I have for sure. I mean, the songs do get in your bones. There's no question about it. It's not like I say. It's not my comfort zone, yeah. or not necessarily my comfort zone. But it's not the thing that I reach for. But what it does, it does undeniably it does really yeah. really well. Like um. I love, like, how different the first song is from the whole album. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, there's right. so many different flavors. The first song was kind of AFI-ish as well. Yeah, no, but for sure. So it was still... So, like, you still got a bit of AFI, AFI in this. It's not totally different. 
No, 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 um, no, it's not. And what I was going to say earlier was that it's it doesn't lean on that sort of no. doomy, gothic, industrial synth side of the 80s. It's very much the, like, Part. the radio side of the yeah. 80s, you know? But there are elements that are still... Yeah, but it's still Davey Havoc, the singer from AFI. Yeah, it's, it's so double-sided in that effort. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. And then the rhythm section from No Doubt. So, yeah, there's, there's, I mean, there's not really, I wouldn't say there's really a dip. No. You know, it, it um, maintains its quality initially, throughout. Initially, I thought there was a dip, but yeah. then I've listened to this about uh, 10 times now. Okay. And each song is, is unique. It's yeah. really unique, really exciting, different. Um, Memorable. Yeah. Um, I, I really love the melodies Havoc throws into this. Yeah. Like, he's sung so many songs. Yeah. In, in his, like, tw- 25 years of... Work on stuff, and he's still coming out with like the catchiest stuff. Yeah, yeah. Maybe <laughs> and in, a different, a, little... in a different style as well. Yeah, because it's it's um. not it's not a brief album, as you're saying. Like it's it it's sort of pushing the length of like a regular sort of one side LP or like yeah, two side. You know, like it's, a, it's a, a one disc LP. It's yeah, it's a full effort. So it's it's obviously a little bit of a creative outlet for him. Yeah. In terms, it's, there's it's, lots of melodies he couldn't use in AFI, and he's yeah. like flexing his creative muscle. A little oh, little I'm bit so here. happy. No doubt is the band to back that mm. instrumentally because. It, it, this is this, this harkens back to a bit of that I, you, I don't hear that you, actually could you not imagine Gwen Stefani singing these lyrics I could I totally could that's uh, I unintentionally come back to that every time mm. yeah I um, I don't know Yeah, maybe I'm just not familiar enough with No Doubt's work I guess yeah. apart from like the singles if somebody can splice Gwen Stefani <laughs> vocally saying each word on a YouTube video I will, I will buy that <laughs> <laughs> by the shit out of that yeah yeah okay well I mean That's again fair. like I, I'm not really it's in the position flavor. it's like, not like I wonder if yeah. that was uh, half intentional to mm-hmm. get back to that that attitude of music which they had I mean Probably. no doubt no doubt got a little bit rocky as well but like this is still that kind of yeah it's definitely the band it's like if you said band. that it was if you said that it was um like Flea and Chad Smith, I'd be like, oh yeah, like I can hear that or I can't hear that. Yeah. But it's because it's um, no doubt I'm less familiar. So like I'm less inclined to be like, oh, I, you yeah. know, I can hear um, the elements. I you mean, know, you can hear like uh, the bass. Yeah. The, the, the bass player is. Yeah. Well, there's clearly a lot, you know, a lot of it has been put into the bass, yeah. especially on uh, yeah. All the Dead Girls. You know, you yeah. could, is it really oh, jumpy, bouncy bass it line? It is banging all the way through. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's, it's really well produced also, you totally. know. Um, it's nice and spaced out, and there's loads of little synthetic yeah. bells yeah. and whistles. Like the assailant is is um, I'll go up straight out. The assailant's my favorite song. Yeah, um, that's such a what's the hook a, in that one again? Oh god, I can't remember for life. Of me, um, which sounds like something like hypocrite, but there's so much to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As well, like combining everything you love from AFI, no doubt, Davy Havoc's attitude and style. Yeah. In a different world. True. Um, Let me just refresh it's my very, memory. It's very musical-ish. Just one sec. Yeah, it's got kind of a... Uh, yeah, there's a nice emotional undercurrent to it. Yeah, it's like... It's very culture club. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or um, what's that band called? Uh, something like uh, Credit House also. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know that song? I um, do, actually. Um, uh, I kind of know what Don't... You're uh, oh, God. Credit House. Uh, you know the song anyway. Yeah, <laughs> that I'm thinking of. Yes. Yeah. Um, pop is it was like an 80s smash it is smasher yeah. and yeah there's, and you can even hear little bits of like R.E.M. and stuff like that oh, and yeah. um, it's not just the sugariest of the sugary like there's other stuff in there too yeah. but the sugary is great sugary is good well, yeah, you, is don't, good. You, don't, uh, you don't hear albums like this made anymore. I mean you don't hear albums it, it, it definitely you definitely don't hear albums that mention candy by name so often yeah. I mean <laughs> candy girls so, kill so, for so, candy so many bands have to be gritty and political yeah 
um, where this is just fun. Davey Havoc just wants a lollipop. <laughs> he just wants your lollipop. Yeah, he just, exactly. With um, his mustache that keeps on giving. Jeez, oh. It does. Um, it does. God. He's a good, he's a busy boy. No, yeah. I, I, lo- I love his live persona, especially with this band. Now it's so, I, I saw Coach a Coachella performance. Oh. And he was just all over the crowd. He was on it. Yeah. Yeah, good. Uh, yeah, no, there's, there's, there's loads. There's loads to love here. Um, yeah. So, your favorite is the assailant. Yeah. Um. Mm, I'll give it to. Like. I'll give it to. Uh, Ever lonely. Like, I like it, that one. Like this is totally um, like Davy Havoc back to like, your like back to going on your girlfriend's poster wall kind yeah, of thing. Like yeah, yeah, he's yeah. such an icon now. <laughs> at least it seems that. Now there's just going to be a photo shoot where he's like half naked and covered in baby oil. Yeah. <laughs> and it'll be on every, you know, 15 year old girl's poster wall. Oh God, yeah. Um, uh, good stuff. So yeah, uh, your favorite song is Silent. Yeah. Um, give mix, it a score. Mix for like the first few songs. Yeah. Um, give it a score. I'll give it a eight. Oh yeah. boy. If not a nine. If not? A nine, yeah. You're a nine. Yeah. Oh snap. Like this is a solid Solid yeah. effort from a first album. It is. It is wonderful. From a band that hasn't played in the longest while. Yeah. Oh hell, you know what? I'm gonna be. I'm gonna break with tradition and give it an eight. Go oh, on. Great. Go on. Cause, great. Cause Six party. Fuck you. See, I was gonna give it a seven, everybody, and then Dylan was gonna give me a look. So I'm giving it an eight. Okay, it's great. very good. If you like anything to do with that decade between 1980 and 1989, then give it a look. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Let's move on. Uh, so the next album we're looking at, and the last sort of current or you know recently released album yeah. is public service broadcasting and the album is called every valley yeah every yes. valley every valley every valley um which in case you couldn't tell from my awful accent Major is about valley. is about whales <laughs> Wait, yeah. um so yeah it's it's basically it's a concept album so uh, uh public service public Space. service broadcasting kind of have a thing they're an instrumental instrumental rock like art rock post rock yeah. you know they, they a little bit of everything um my encounter first encounter with them was a couple of years ago they had, a, they had an album called Race to Space or the Race for Space or something along those lines yeah so they, their whole shtick is that they take uh, public service broadcasts you know public broadcasts to from the government or from organisations or whatever propaganda and that sort of thing and they uh, they weave these instrumental songs and occasionally uh, they have guest vocalists and they weave albums concert albums around um modern history yes so the race for space is obviously is deals with the russian and american efforts to uh to land on the moon and to you know to get into space the fastest and so you're kind of hearing the voices of politicians you're kind of hearing the voice of john f kennedy and you're hearing the voices of the russians and you're hearing the voices of the scientists yeah it's like it's like a a riff track equivalent of playing to these as they go by not in a soundtracky way but just playing a song yeah yeah with the meaning of the speech yeah it's it's weird they they have a great way of of evoking different times and places with this very sort of modern mogwai-ish post like instrumental rock yeah you know they, like it's like they can translate all these various disparate times and places into their own particular yeah. genre like they treat the speeches as they would be lyrics, lyrics in the song yes exactly exactly and so and so every song will encapsulate a particular moment in time and then the music will develop from that so it's it's soundtracky in a way yeah but it's just it's a little bit too active and energetic to be soundtrack. It wouldn't work as a soundtrack to a film because there's too much going on, you know? No, there certainly. there's too many melodies, there's too many movements. Yeah. It's it's very uh it's a it's a kind of ebb and flow style. Yes. So that brings us to every valley. Yes. 
in which they are they're not actually from Wales they don't have any personal connection okay. but they just found the history of Wales to be interesting and they and its place in the wider yeah. um, p- portrait of the mining industry in Britain so it's all about the mining pits the coal mines of Wales yeah, yeah. and you know their heyday at their peak and then their movement into we'll say less profitability and um people losing their jobs the the huge mining strikes and then eventually to a very sort of um these were all the time but melancholy yeah uh, fading out of the mines whereas their old albums were about like the space race this is this album's about the lower class yeah right exactly it's 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 about it's it's about a very simple story which is you know, a worker who had a job that they, you know, they loved and they could have, they could support their family with. And then it was basically taken away from them yeah. and they, they fought and fought and fought to keep that, that job. And then they lost it. And it's, it's a, it's a little testament to a time gone by and to a way of life that maybe no longer exists. Yeah. The, the great thing about these albums is that it, it gives you a bit of history you never really knew about. Yeah. Like I did Even not. the space race stuff. It's like, oh, this few new parts yeah and and yeah. you know and you get with the spaces you get access to those those transmissions and gives them breeds new life into them yeah. um in a way that you just don't get from listening to a recording on youtube you know it's like oh here's the transmissions to and from houston okay great yeah. but when you have that driving sound in the background it's just it really highlights the history of it all and it, that does this for um, what would say a much more humble topic which is the the mining pits in yeah. the valleys the Lamarana of an album the, this album now sounds a lot more like a band now yeah, full on band like yes. there's, there's enough vocal elements and different changes in um, genre that it seems like much more collaborative effort yeah than last time during the Space Race stuff it sounded like one guy with a theme and genre of music yeah and he coasted on that this is a lot more yeah, it's more full, and and you've got brass, yeah. you've got strings, you've got piano, Theatrics. you've got guitar, you've got vocal. They've even got in bloody uh, what's his name from um, uh. Uh, James Dean Bradfield, I want to say. Yeah, uh, yeah, he sang from um, from Manic Street Preachers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me don't let me not get his name wrong. Sorry, James Dean Bradfield. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and my the Manics are a band that actually I've come into late, but um, I love the Manics. Yeah, yeah, I used to love them a lot. Um, the you first know, album I came especially. in on kind of Holy Bible and everything must go. Yeah, and oh, they um, are great albums. But yeah, that's that's like so. Yes, I'm glad to hear them again. So um, what? So the story of it, like, is basically it starts off, uh, and the the clips they use in the songs are like recruitment videos, maybe that or recruitment ads that might have been shown on TV. Like yeah. you know, make it a, a very exciting life in the mine and all this. <laughs> and, and you know, it, it starts off super optimistic, and yeah. the music is kind of major and stuff. And then it gets into you start sensing the undercurrents of fear that maybe there's going to be some kind of a, a dip or a depression in the mining industry then it all builds to a head yeah on all out what did you make of that one um there's the strike song oh yeah um because it gets heavy it did it really did yeah because this is I a band i wasn't you, prepared for that actually but that's what i love about this band mm. is they can they've got so much in their little bag of tricks you know because what they do most of the time is this super melodic, guitar-driven, but also orchestral. Um, I would say it's like it's like a sped-up Mogwai in a lot of ways. Yeah, you I know, prefer, it, I prefer it. Yeah, it it owes a lot to Mogwai and 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 God is an astronaut and um, what sort of the band? Uh, Explosions in the sky. Explosions in the sky. Exactly. That's what I was thinking um, of. But then on all out, it just it goes all out. They have so much more. You know, to offer this band. I the think. tension 
in the Welsh mining community explodes into this huge wave of just distorted riffs and uh, yeah. and you you know you can hear the miners uh, striking for oh, their work and then surprise. it just oh, it's, it's, it's a, an amazing awesome moment surprise. it was an awesome surprise it's such a great catharsis you know the more you listen to it it just riles you up this band hasn't been heavy really no 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 no, 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 no not at all I did not expect that from them and this is like top tier when it goes it really goes it's like heavy like anything else we list on this yeah yeah and then, it, peel, and then it peels back and then the second half album is so somber yeah um I didn't like it at first too much. The mm-hmm. last part, because mm-hmm. I was hoping they don't go more rocky. Yeah, yeah I wanted yeah, to see yeah, what yeah, more they could yeah, do with yeah, it. Yeah, but yeah, fair yeah. enough. Just testing the plane. But that's it. But then the second, it's like I was. I agree with you. But it almost becomes like this picture album afterwards because it, you know, once the minds are closed, like in the narrative of the story, once the minds are closed, yeah, it like yeah. becomes half of it is like nostalgia. Yeah, and then the other half of it is like, okay, well, this is our situation, and we need to move forward like you and me is kind of yeah it's actually the, it's yeah it's it's the first time any member of the band has actually sung on, on one of these records yeah um god help me i can't remember his name but it's the it's the main sort of composer and he sings for the first time on you and me with, yeah, yeah. with the uh, uh welch vocalist female vocalist who sings in welch yeah. you know and it's just this lovely moment of like you know we may not have our jobs or we may yeah. not have our town anymore and and you know the industry that we love is dead but at least we kind of have each other still yeah um like uh they gave me a lamp was was really interesting in the way that like yeah um you know you know the coed song number city coming to Cambry song what album's it on it's uh after man's ascension it has like the kind of sax okay no i don't know it that sounds one. sounds almost like bruno mars with a bit of funk okay this is kind of, it kind of had that jump to it. Yeah, yeah, bounce, yeah, 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 yeah. That was so nice. That was so pleasant. Yeah, and then it and then it ends in and just such a I like it nearly actually moved me to tears the end because it's just this Welsh choir of men and they're just yeah. singing this beautiful song. I'm not sure if it's an original composition or if it's a traditional song, but you know, basically about just me and my dad. It almost had like that the JCB song kind of vibe to it. It was like me and but much better. Let me tell you, much much better. But there's an own reference for Tarnish it. that song. There's a you? there's a blast and bass. But it's like basically you know, me and my dad, you know, walking home from the mines, and you know, it's a job. Like the sun's shining. I've nothing to complain about. It's yeah. it's work. And and you hear from and they actually they actually recorded the album in one of the mining towns in an old in what used to be an old mine. Oh. They yeah they recorded it in like this this facility that was built on an old pit and. Um, and they interviewed loads of uh, locals who who would have, have very vivid memories of yeah. having worked there and 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 how, what the town was. So you get yeah. to hear them too, you know. And they kind of just talk about well, the pit was the mother of the town. Like mm. there was it was the halcyon days, and now it's gone. Yeah, and that wasn't an exa- exaggeration. Yeah, it's tough, tough, li- hard times. <laughs> hard times. Oh god, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, what a gripes for this album? If you had any, um. Takes a little bit to pick up to the maybe, exact pace. Yeah, maybe. Like people will always need coal is where I find it's like okay, I really, really enjoy where. Yeah, it's, it's hard. It's really hard for me to criticize because it's a story. It's like you need to yeah do it all. I mean, maybe it. It uh, my only gripe would be that I feel like it. It could have built a little bit longer to the strike. Yeah, because it. It, it kind of you, you've you're kind you've kind of the the minds are kind of closed within the first like 15 minutes and then the rest of it is like quite co- contemplative and mm-hmm. uh, nostalgic yeah but to um, be honest it's hard for me to find fault with this because I just yeah, think it's like, it's like they're, they're writing about the history yeah but in, in turn they're also writing about their own feelings 
yeah. about life in general. That's, yeah. that's the other sort do- double edge to this. Yeah, and they have said that. They've sort of said that, look, this is a perfect allegory for like commercial abandonment yeah, anywhere yeah. in the world. Totally you know? relatable to modern day, which is what this band does incredibly well. Yeah, with the, with their, with it their is like it's yeah, it's single it's, niche. <laughs> yeah, <they own. laughs> you learn from the mistakes of the past, and yeah. you know you can see that happening. Like even right now in Venezuela, a little bit, yeah. it's like their whole economy was based on oil. Oh god, yeah, and um, they they didn't have any other perspective, and then all of a sudden, once the oil is gone or like in less demand, it's chaos. Yeah, you know, so they're in that chaos phase at the moment. Yeah. Um, favorite song for the bat. I don't. Wanna, I don't want to like continually just choose to type, but it's all out. The strikes. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. No, actually, no. Do you know what? It's not. It's turn no more. The oh, one yeah. with James Dean Bradfield. I just think that is. Yeah. Oh man! Um, it just all comes together there. They, it's they gorgeous. Gave me, they gave me a laugh. It's great. Yeah, that's a great it. song too. That's a great song too. Yeah. Oh, I just really like this. Actually, the more I listen to it, the more I enjoy it. Um, what would you give this? It's like a little audio documentary. Um, what, what, what on earth could you give this? <laughs> nine. 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 Nine 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 ten. You stay out of that ten, no, no. Dylan. You don't get another ten for another two weeks. I mean, okay? you could easily give it a ten if you really wanted to. You could. You for, could for you story could, you could, you ten. Could. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm not going to give this a ten though because I don't think it's like I don't think it's perfect. But no. maybe that's just inherent in the medium. Whatever. It's not perfect, but it's it's beautiful. Alma. nine is a great score. Okay. Just Gl- glad we have a band like this that exists. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad. And just listen just listen to it it's like even if if you like podcasts or something you know th- this is like a history podcast but with just some kick-ass music mm. to go along with it oh, yeah. so i i wouldn't hesitate to recommend this to anyone but you have to listen you know you have to listen to it it makes no sense progress is great too but that's the single that's the only song that you can take out of context i guess yeah um because it's like a proper sort of three-act song and yeah. there's a vocal and everything but you know but really it you don't get the full this is why we started this podcast because you just don't get the full effect of this without listening to it from start to finish. Oh, totally. It's a story about Wales. Back to so, front. Yeah, yes. Um, so, yeah, public service broadcasting, Every Valley, highly recommended. Okay, great. Unanimous praise. Now another whale. <laughs> yes. Okay, let's talk about, um, let's take it all the way back to 2008, nearly 10 years ago. Oh. <laughs> and talk about Death Magnetic by Metallica. Yes. So this was the last, I think this was like the last event release from our world would you say i mean the last really major like worldwide event release not just because i feel like the world's kind of splintered since then like that was the last gasp of everybody buying music in a physical format and you know there being just money sloshing out of people's ears in the music industry that you know this is where i think that ended almost (laughs) <laughs> sorry Dylan's after just handing me his copy of Death Magnetic yeah one of and the last has, albums I truly bought yeah and it has a sticker saying this was better when Dave Mustaine was in it yes, on the front yes. I presume that didn't come with it no but it fits <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> um, so I you know and this was like the last metal album that you know I, I feel like the one before the, the last one before this was Hypnotized and Mesmerized by System of a Down God, and then yeah, this was actually. the last gasp of um, people in your you know in school or whatever being like oh my god Metallica, Metallica, I, I, I guess the new Metallica album, you know. Yeah, yeah, I can relate. Um, I mean, my circle it was like um, Evanescence, The Open Door. Yeah. Um, with, with my scene growing up, that was the big thing. Yeah. And um, I yeah, don't know. It's connected I just, to that kind of. It's huge... connected. Well, for, that was just that's just my experience. Okay, but yeah, that was yeah, the yeah. last time that like you know even people who you know didn't who weren't into you know they're that they're that in that fine line between 
contemporary and a heritage band. Yes, you yeah. know, because they they're a heritage band that play contemporary music and they don't you know they're continuing their career mm-hmm. and it's it, they haven't turned into a greatest hits band you know no no they they've um and they still haven't no to, to like yeah to the better knowledge of everybody who thought they would <laughs> certainly yeah, 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 exactly uh, with everybody else in the genre kind of yeah that. so that being said um where do you come in on metallica like where was your uh where was mine where was your head at were you were you, you were on board with this uh when it came out right uh yeah totally okay, cool I, I, so you're already a fan i spent 20 quid on that album. wow yeah, yeah jesus yeah of money i did not have at the time and just for inflation folks <laughs> yeah Oosh. jesus um but yeah no i started a lot early with this like i religiously got through my metallica from start to finish yeah like i think i ride the lightning was my first pickup call of okay. cthulhu okay metallica snm um i know some people who like just started their metallica um like like fanboyisms with saint anger yeah, yeah right yeah so yeah i think i think we are um of a generation maybe that has approached metallica differently yes because i certainly know that i'm like and i make no claims to be a metallica expert right but my entry point to metallica i'm pretty sure was actually saint anger yeah you know it was my na- my neighbors had the saint anger well, poster the, the videos were on and the videos were on and stuff and you get frantic and yeah. St. Anger and stuff. I was like, okay, okay, we yeah. are cool. And then I went in on Master Puppets and I was like, well, this is yeah. pretty good. Like everybody had their, um, the Unforgivens, they had seen all the videos, uh, a lot of like Until She Sleeps from Load and Reload. Right. And then I Disappear from the, I mean, that's a yeah. banger. But again, yeah. it's not, but all these things are not in the traditional, I mean, obviously, uh, sorry, Master Puppets is, but S&M yeah. even, you know, I would I would have had S&M and apart from Master Puppets, they, none of them really represent the, like, classic Metallica. You know what I mean? Like, they're all kind of Metallica do experimenting with different things. Yeah, all the way through it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So many disagreements from the fan base all the way through. Yeah. And still polarizing. So, like, I wouldn't have a, a detailed or even really any, like, offhand knowledge of, like, Kill 'Em All. I, I know, like, a, a bare minimum couple of songs off Ride the Lightning. I Yeah. I only know one, and the reason I know one off uh, Unjustice Raw is because... Corn did a cover of it, oh, and yeah, I was like, yeah. "This is a really cool song." And I went back to the original. Yeah. So you know, really super cursory knowledge, and then I know I know a lot of Saint Anger, and I know a lot of stuff to this. I came into this basically like kind of a clean slate for Metallica. Yes. Like each band or each album, the beauty of them all is that they're not perfect. Yeah, each one's not perfect. Maybe and this except, except for Ride the Lightning. This actually. isn't perfect either. Um, <laughs> um, but no, no. all no. that being said, Death Magnetic in 2017. Um, does it hold up? Thank you. Thanks to iTunes. Uh, yes, yeah, it does. Okay. <laughs> On CD, no. <laughs> yeah, because at the time, this is one of the greatest examples of the loudness wars. Yeah. You know, that sort of began with Californication by Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. Fucking Rick Rubin, man. He's a good producer, but what has he oh. done to the music industry? It's this brick walled production. I mean, even at the time, before I had a even on a good set of, you know, this is, this is brick well, walling. You didn't even need a good set of headphones to notice. Well, like the problem, the problem is like, that's what people thought they needed was louder and louder and louder. So the headphones could pick it all up. Yeah. That's yeah. what they thought. Not the case. Could not have been more wrong. So just to explain very briefly what the problem with this album was, is that, uh, yeah, some blame Rick Rubin, some blame the mastering engineer, something anyway, in the pipeline when this album was released, went disastrously wrong. And the whole mix is louder than it has any right to be. Uh, so if you, say, if you uh, import it into a 
wave program. So if you look at the sound waves, uh, a good recording has lots of peaks and troughs and everything stays within that um, that row. Yeah. You know, everything stays within the lines. And like, this album is pretty much like, what if you saw like a, sh- a silhouette of a whisper bar? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's essentially uh, one big blue block of solid color with a few little dips. It's totally so. What that what that means for when you're listening to it is that when it gets loud and heavy, as Metallica do quite often, especially on this album, it just you get this crackling compression. Yeah, and nothing. It, it's it's and tiring even to the when ears. It's quiet. It's as loud as it would be at its loudest. There's no dynamics. Especially like um, uh, the day that never comes. Yes, yes, um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, will, will we treat this with the iTunes? We have to, right? If you're gotta... gonna, if you're gonna go and forget the Spotify version, if you, you know, whatever. I guess if you're listening on your phone or something, you can. You can YouTube it. You can YouTube it, or you can Spotify it. But really, if you want the proper experience of this, you need to download the mastered yes. for iTunes version. People tried ripping guitar hero tracks and different things to, to get this album to a point where it was listenable closer but closer but no cigar yes they went back so whoever did Metallica gave them permission they went back to the original tracks and they they got more information yeah. and more data from them so the Master for iTunes is what we're reviewing now yes and you can hear everything yes again. and now you can hear that Rob Jahillo's bass line exists yeah and it's possibly some of the best bass lines since early Metallica yes yeah without exactly. a doubt yeah, you can hear everything, everything is there. Even the drums sound good. And like, this is Lars Ulrich talking about, you yeah. know? He's, drums are famously produced like shit and this sounds great. Guitars are huge and actually... Varied sound, varied different sounds, sounds and effects. And what you can hear is actually Rick Rubin made a lot of good decisions when it came to the production he for this did. album. Yes, You know, he kind of made the decision to let James Hetfield's voice stand alone in a way it's a little more raw than it's it's it super been. it's super raw it's really clear there's no there's no layers of harmonies or backing or anything it's just it's james headfield and the band kind of sounds like they're in a room together yeah. playing yeah a lot of this album is them playing at it's the last we, we we'll see of like metallica i think it's the last we'll see of metallica trying new stuff do you think as in, well, the new album that came out recently is them going back to, okay, this is the speed we can play at. This is like load and reload style stuff. Yeah. And that's that's where they're going to be. And they might try different stuff at that tempo, but this is them trying to push their yeah. efforts. Like, this, uh, this is that last effort of that. I completely it, it, I agree. That, make sense? I, that makes total sense to me, Dylan. You know, I'm going to commit an act of heresy here, like complete and utter heresy, but I think this is my favorite Metallica album. It's very close. It's um, okay. Yeah, I, um, it's okay. Probably doesn't beat out Master of Puppets, but eh, there are, it's th- close. There are some strong detractors. Yeah, I will, I will argue at points. Yeah, I think the okay, last. Yeah, um, right. So it, this album is long. I'm gonna get to that because you're 100 percent right. This album was very long, right? If this album consisted of that was just your life, end of the line, broken, beat, and scarred, dead never comes, all never long, cyanide, and then ended on the Unforgiven three, it would be a ten out of 10 yes but you have to remember cyanide is is i'm sick of hearing cyanide live i don't get off the set i yeah yeah should have got off the pot i don't i like cyanide i like them all right judas kiss is good it's good it's not good enough and then the last two suicide and redemption and my apocalypse are kind of stinkers my apocalypse has bits yeah they're okay right but it's super long so you can actually I, I very often I very rarely do this but I do quite often just listen to the album until the end of Judas Kiss mm-hmm. and Jesus it is it's so good I mean it's just incredible riff like, after incredible verse after incredible like, chorus my, my here's a little conflicting opinion to most yeah. of Malika fans um, my favourite Unforgiven 
of the trilogy is is the third one. Yeah. Because of the middle eighth. Yeah. It's so epic. Oh. And I'm going to use that word epic because it is. Do you ever, you know, I sometimes talk about like things that sort of needle up my amygdala. The, 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 are you talking about where he's talking about forgive, forgive me, me, forgive me forgive not? Forgive me yeah. not. Th- this like grabs my amygdala, rips it out of my brain and shoves it up my ass. Like once the distortion comes back and everything comes back and it explodes into, into a solo that shouldn't even belong after that part, but works so well. But you know what that is? I think that's almost inspired by the like the corn buildup, if you get me, where it, it'll like where the you just get this creeping dread and like silence with just one vocal repeated, build upon repeated yeah. until it explodes into this sort of cacophony of guitar. Like that's where Metallica lives on that song, and it's yeah. ju- it's amazing. Yeah. When he says the the vocal performance on this album is stunning. Yeah. He says, for, you know, forgive me, why can't I forget me? You know, because you're like, oh, forgive me, forgive me. What is he going to say? Forgive me, why can't I forget me? Yeah. It, that's it, one it, of the best Headfield moments ever. It's them fucking a, a ending like a Western trilogy after 30 years. Yeah, it. man. It's, God ah, damn. It's, and this, and I, you know, God, I don't want to offend anyone, but I think my favorite ever Metallica song is All Nightmare Long. Um, yeah, I remember like taking a day out of my life to learn that yeah fully. I was like, oh my yeah, god yeah, yeah, best yeah, choice yeah. I've ever made I mean that the oh. chorus is just he sounds like a man possessed you know the the vocals it's very St. Angerish but yeah. done right but done right yeah controlled totally somewhat. controlled and, and it's just such a powerful vocal you know Hetfield just sounds like he's singing for yeah. his life on this album um, I'd, I'd say I, I love the elements that don't sound too Metallica-ish in this like um yeah, the, the middle. A lot of the middle eights are just astoundingly different from what yeah. you ever hear. Like, like the day uh, that was just your life. Mm-hmm. Um, the middle eights of that sounds like fucking an anime opening mixed with Thin Lizzy. <laughs> yeah, it's so yeah, yeah, balls yeah, to the wall. yeah. Like dual dual solos. It's really cool. Or even dialogue with the stars by In Flames. Like it's all. It's got that like kind of Celtic or maybe Iron Maiden style gallop. Yeah, you know they go to that place sometimes. Yeah, and they did a little bit on um uh, uh what's it called the new album. Uh fuck. Um <laughs> Wow, no, sorry, we're egging on about this so much. <laughs> we've like we've totally forgotten and uh uh hardwired. Yeah, it's hardwired. hardwired is self destruct, right? Yeah, yeah, they go to that place a little bit on like um uh a couple of songs, but not to this Halo on Fire and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. But it just works so much better here. Sure. Um, yeah, and uh, diff- just different, 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 sound. different, different, and they and they use a lot of those uh, lovely like seventh and and fourth chords. Yeah, yeah, they're like just just different, just not something that is different from your typical trash power chord oh. riffs. Yeah. You know, um, best Kirk Hammett solos. Yeah, I think. Yeah, um, because I think especially in the new album, he he he's he is like he's running out, which I can understand because he lost. So many recordings on his phone and had to just do different stuff for the oh, actual album no. recording. Yeah, that was a huge deal. He lost his iPhone on the, at the airport. Imagine the lucky fan who finds that. <laughs> Jeez. And he had, and he had his, his he solo had ideas. He had so many solos. Like, yeah. like we do. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, So he had to pretty much revamp his ideas. So that must have been tough. That sucks. So this is him. This is the, like the last time we've heard him spend like Firing a few years cylinders. on these solos. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're the kind of solos he just... It kind of reminds me a little bit of like Ascendancy by Trivium insofar as you, you, you sing along. It doesn't matter if it's if it's Hetfield's voice or Kirk Hammett's guitar. Like you just sing along. You know, so you, yeah. you'd be like, you know, why can't I forget me? Like you just, yeah. you, you sing the guitar because it's that well written. Yeah. You don't even think about it. Yeah. 
Um, uh, it's yeah, it's. I'm glad. I'm actually really glad because I didn't know where you were gonna where you were gonna sit on this one. But obviously, oh well, because it's course. but but it didn't get a good. It has not gone down in history as a good Metallica um, album. That's that my that's my perception. Uh, to the fans who really have an eye open for where they've come from and what they've had to go through. Yeah, I think I think there are a, a large amount of peop- the populace who do still regard okay. this as a my be. Yeah, because anytime, I mean, I don't, you know, I don't often wade into like the comment section or whatever, but anytime I hear about Death Wing that I come up, it's like, oh, fucking, that's terrible. And I, it's yeah. never really explored, like, why? It, 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 well, well it's, I don't it, understand. For, for one, the original production style sounds dated. Oh, yeah, super dated. Partially dated, and that's, that's, what, that's what made yeah. it suffer. But the quality, is, I just think the quality of the songs is undeniable. I just think you'd have to be insane. You know, I can understand those last three, whatever, they could polarize and blah, 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 but songwriting on yeah. the first kind of 50, 45, 50 minutes of the yep. album, jeez, undeniable. Mm-hmm. Undeniable. And this is coming from someone who's like, very casual Metallica fan. Yeah, yeah. You so know? that says something. It does, it does. <laughs> yeah, it feels like they've, yeah, they were listening to... Yeah non-thrash stuff yeah. when they were writing this you yeah. know it just feels like it's a little bit extra in the mix yeah, they're a little out of their comfort zone but that's good yeah yeah yeah, yeah. exactly good. exactly cool well that's um, an album that we I guess I maybe guess we could say we enjoy it I don't know I think you could probably say that yes. from our conversation yeah. <laughs> um, no we can't yeah, yeah. Um, so if you want to enjoy a thrash metal album yeah because I mean you know we don't need to explain what Metallica sounds like you know what Metallica sounds like yeah yeah I didn't even sorry. I didn't even mention the black album earlier. Also, a little bit of a novice to the black album. Know the singles. Don't really know the album. It's okay, you'd probably enjoy that a lot. Yeah, and I probably will go back now because I feel like Good. I just just this, this is this where it again, begins. This is, is where his teachings. This might be where the obsession begins anew because I had so much fun listening to this album this week, um, and hopefully you will too. Death Death Magnetic by Metallica. Don't bother listening to it on Spotify. Listen to it on iTunes if you can. Okay. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Right, Dylan. Do you want to say your goodbyes? Goodbye. I'll be back. You'll be back. some point. In like three weeks. Yeah. Okay. With knowledge of things. We'll miss Foreign you. things. Yes. Um, and plenty more albums to talk about. Oh, yeah. Okay. Take care, everybody. And we will see you towards the end of August. Hell yeah. Catch you guys. Bye. Bye.